Hi, and welcome to the ZP vlog and podcast. So ZP, we do this every um, Thursday, I'm sorry, I should say Sunday at 8am London time. And some of you will have actually noticed that it's not 8am London time. Um, if you look at the timestamp on this, you might find it's more like, uh, um, all I can say is much later. The reason I'm a little bit disorientated is because um, this week we're at um, Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, giving a talk at a conference. And so there's a sort of whole change uh, in terms of, um, how can I say it, time zones, uh, etc. So let me jump straight into it anyway and say it is Sunday. Uh, we are much later than normal. Um, we have good reason because we're away. But let me sort of give you some um, updates um, from ZP for this week. So we did put out a bit of a note um, around really guidance for people manufacturing um, SARS-CoV-2 um, diagnostic tests. So if you're making a SARS-CoV-2 diagnostic test and you have sort of molecular components in there, um, as the new variants come along, um, these variants are discovered, they kind of become more prolific um, in the population. And of course, the regulators are keen to know that you're continuing to um, be effective at um, detecting these. And so at ZP, we're working with a um, sister company called um, Biostella. And at Biostella, they do have um, a whole skill set around the um, detection of, um, or not the detection, the understanding of how mutations in the um, new variants of SARS-CoV-2 can affect molecular assays. So what they're doing is they're looking at the um, molecular component of a manufacturer's test, for example. They're looking at the new variants and they're saying, you know, do these still match up? Are, you know, is this test that's on the market still able to work with um, the new variants? This is kind of called um, post-market surveillance. You know, you've gone to market um, but the world, especially the world of biology, you know, it doesn't, it's not stationary, you know, it's always changing upon you. And so you have to kind of um, be constantly running to keep up with these new variants. And so this is a legal requirement that all um, people who have molecular assays on the market in the UK, especially for SARS-CoV-2, are doing a monthly surveillance report where they say, yes, we've looked at the new um, variants, be it Omicron, um, we've looked at our own um, test and we've um, deemed both through what's called in silico modeling and maybe some actual experiments as well, that these two things um, still work together. That is the molecular assay is still effective against the um, new variants. Um, so that is some news that we've put out um, from ZP this week. I think that talks in part to the sort of broadness that we have at ZP that, you know, we, as a ZP group, you know, we do have um, a lot of fame for electrochemical biosensing. Um, but when you really peel back that term molecular bio, oh, sorry, yeah, Biosensing, you actually start discovering that you need all sorts of skill sets, um, including um, bioinformatics. If I go forward slightly as well, obviously there's more news from ZP um, that's been out in the week. We did do a um, webinar this week. Um, we did a webinar um, for our food sensor. Our food sensor technology is one of our sort of you know leading products, and it's also a really good um, example of the power of electrochemical uh, biosensing, electrochemical sensing. So in this workshop. Uh, People came in, we talked about um, food sense and our ability to detect capsaicin. We also commented upon HPLC um, and we um, then did three demos. So people got to see this kind of essentially three demos live. Um, I think they really appreciated that because 
there's not every product or every service in the world that you can actually just demo it live, but FoodSense is that kind of technology. It's very robust, and I think people got a really good experience from it. That said, we're um, going to do it again um, on the 22nd of June. So if you know anyone who's sort of interested um, in FoodSense, just let them know that we're going to do uh, two demos on that day. Uh, essentially, one in the um, morning and um, one in the evening of the UK time, just so we can cover most of the um, global um, time zones. So there will be a new um, webinar with three live demos on the 22nd of June, and I hope people will uh, be able to sign up for that. Um, some other news from the ZP this week is it just seems to be workshops at the moment, um, but we've got some very good strong ties with um, Warwick University. At Warwick University, we do have a PhD being sponsored by us, and uh, as part of that, as part of our sort of general collaboration, we are holding a neurosciences or biosensors in neurosciences workshop. And this will be happening on the 7th of September 2023. Um, so we have put some um, notes out about that. So if people want to understand uh, how to use microbiosensors in their neuroscience research, I basically don't hesitate to kind of um, come to that. And as I say, that's not till the um, 7th of September. So plenty of time to um, sign up. Um, of course, I made the accident at the beginning of this vlog and said, oh, well, it's Thursday. It's not Thursday, it's definitely a Sunday. But um, I said it because, of course, we do do our CP Developer Zone um, webinar every Thursday at 8 a.m. London time, where we basically sort of answer questions that have come in um, during the week. And um, some of the questions that came, come in during the week is how to make an MVP, a minimum viable product, how to do glucose sensing in cell culture, and we're helping somebody troubleshoot what's called the Easy Flex at the moment. We did do some notes on vapor deposited um, gold electrodes, and we also talked about um, sensors for um, urinalysis, including um, cortisol. So we did have a busy um, webinar this week for our ZP developer zone. So if you have any questions of ZP, um, don't hesitate to contact us because we do sort of put these things into a weekly webinar, and we have one running this Thursday, for example, and. You know, I've spent a good few hours already kind of researching um, some of the questions that have um, come in. So it's a good way of getting at least an independent opinion on some of your technical questions that you um, may have. Um, and as I say that, the next one will be on the 25th of May 2023. Something else that we're working a lot on at the moment is at ZP. Um, today I have mentioned that actually we've you know, got this new company associated with us called, which does bioinformatics, so that's a lot of molecular work. But of course we do stay true to some of the things that are on our heart, which is um, electrochemistry and electrochemical techniques. And we are an ISO 13485 business. And one of the more unusual fabrication techniques that we have is um, electropolymerization. Electropolymerization is a really good way of um, quite precisely putting polymers onto electrode surfaces exactly where you want them. Um, it does, you don't have to worry about trying to target the material on the electrode. It's only going to polymerize essentially on the electrode. Um, so we do have a new system that we call Volt Deposit. Volt Deposit is able to really scale electropolymerization. And um, we were just kind of put some data out this week about um, Volt Deposit being used in a um, pyrrole to polypyrrole um, electrosynthesis on top of some electrodes. So we did um, put out some notes um, regarding that um, this week. And um, this happens a lot. And I've realized we've suddenly been able to sort of adjust. Uh, a lot of people are very interested in um, developing inks for, for biosensors. They're also very in interested in developing pastes for biosensors. They're also very interested in 
developing novel electrodes for biosensors. Um, and it's really hard to get the subtleties of all this across in a few videos and a few online chats. So we're actually going to hold a workshop on this. Um, so there's been a workshop organized for the 20th and the 21st of June 2023. This will be in Norway. Um, it will include an introduction to electrochemistry, an introduction to good design. This is really important because I think people just don't know where to start with good design for electrodes. An introduction to the economics of screen printed electrodes an introduction to the theory and science of printing, a brief history of printing and by, um, in sensing and biosensing, the applications of um, screen-printed electrodes in real-world applications, hands-on printing, curing and testing, so people get to make, basically make their own electrodes and take them home with them. You can also bring your own materials and we'll print those, or at least we'll attempt to print those and you can take those home with you. We'll talk about um, quality control in screen printing, an introduction um, to the link between screen printing and performance. And we'll also, as I say, everyone can take home their electrodes. So I think this is by far one of the biggest inquiry sets that we have is how do I, can I make a custom electrode? Can I make a custom paste? Can I make, and yeah, the answer is yes. And actually, let's do a workshop on this so that people can actually try with us. Because otherwise I think, um, let me just, um, otherwise people are um, wanting to ask the questions, but there's no good format to actually really answer these things. They do take a long time to um, answer all of this. So, um, first of all, apologies that we did this um, vlog and podcast quite so late. Um, when you change time zones, obviously, you kind of get a little bit confused, and I think that's what's happened here. But at ZP, we will always put out our news um, on, um, on these Sunday vlogs and podcasts, and if you've got any questions with ZP, especially technical questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us because of course we will do our um, ZP Developer Zone webinar on Thursdays at approximately 8 a.m. UK time. And if you're interested, by the way, we are in, um, we are in Cambridge slash Boston, Massachusetts this week to give a talk at a conference being held at MIT. Okay, I wish you basically good luck and have a good week. Thank you very much.